right, guys. Welcome back to a new episode of the Fair Game Podcast. It's been a minute since we've seen you. Eric, Adam, how you guys doing? Doing great. It's good to see you guys again. G'day, guys. Good to be back. Yeah. No, we have uh, a few episodes planned for you guys already. We're going to be speaking with a few people that we're calling changemakers. We call them changemakers because we really believe these five folks are pushing the game of golf forward. And we're actually very lucky to be starting off this series with a man who is absolutely changing the face of the game. A changemaker, to say the very least. His name is Hideki Matsuyama. He is the current Masters champion. Uh, a gentleman that we referenced last time on, on the pod, and we are going to get into an interview with him very, very soon. Uh, Adam, you've known Hideki for, for a long time, yeah? Yeah. I have, really. I mean, uh, close to 10 years now. I think we first played in 2012 together when he was uh, turning pro and making his way pretty much straight over to the U.S. tour. I mean, this guy is so talented, obviously. He's now won the Masters. Uh, not that he needed to do that to uh, give his talent credibility, but he, he's really a phenomenal golfer, and he is making big changes to the game Uh on a global level, you know, in the Asian region, uh, to be the first Asian to win the Masters tournament, the first Japanese player uh, to win the Masters um, is is a big is a big deal. Uh, you know, the the ladies' game is going really strong in Asia at the professional level. They've won a lot of majors, and but it's been a bit harder for the men to break through. So I'm I'm really keen to hear how Hideki's feeling after winning the Masters. It's got to be, he's got to be uh, on cloud nine still. And also uh, how he feels it's going to impact the game over in kind of his part and my part of the world too. You know, I sit just under Asia there in Australia. So, so Hideki wasn't just the, the first you know, person of Japanese descent to win, a, uh, to win the Masters, but first to win any major. And Japan is such a, uh, a golf-crazed country. I mean, it's got to mean the world to, to him and, and to the whole nation. It might mean more to the nation than to Hideki. I mean, <laughs> that might be a tough, tough one to get your head around, but they are the biggest fans of golf, I think, anywhere I've ever been. And uh, they're fanatical about it. it it's, it's an incredible place to play golf. And uh, I think it's the second biggest golf market in the world outside the United States. And for a fairly small country, that's amazing. But they, they do love it. And he, mu he must be right now the biggest uh, sports star that Japan has. So it's really going to be really fun to talk to him today about a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, so it's exciting for me as a Columbus native to see you guys getting back together uh, for the podcast today, uh, especially since you guys kind of, you know, you performed really well against us back in 20, what was it, 13, the President's Cup at Mirfield when you guys were paired together a couple times and then they <laughs> right. had to throw Tiger at you, right? Yeah, it was, Hideki <laughs> was really young and I, I had... Uh, I had just kind of hit my stride. I'd won the Masters that year and the President's Cup was... Um, at one of my favorite venues, Muirfield Village, uh, and being one of the uh, elderly guys on the team even then, I, I kind of took Hideki under the wing for the week. And uh, I remember that week really well. It was, a, it was a long, wet week. There were a lot of delays and stuff like that. But uh, you could see his talent was there. He'd made the team anyway, so he was obviously very good. But... Um, we, we did have some success uh, and you just knew as soon as he kind of uh, refined a couple of areas of his game, and I'll say it while he's not with us right now, but you can check it out when he is with us on the pod here that he, uh, you know, 
his his short iron play he was so aggressive and he kept hitting me over the back of the green that week and I had to chip it down um but you know that aggression also is one of his big attributes so you know I've really watched Hideki fairly closely we've played a lot of President's Cup golf together over the years uh we've the year after that President's Cup he won the Memorial Tournament and I was playing with him in the final round uh so you know I could take some credit for kind of showing him around Muirfield <laughs> Village think, in 2013. So. We'll check that out with him too, how much he remembers about me <laughs> talking to him on the course. But, uh, right. you know, there is a language barrier for sure with Hideki, but uh, I think I've had a, had a fairly close relationship. And, and certainly I remember back in those years spending a lot of time playing with him and, and he was asking a lot of questions to myself and also my caddy. Um, about how to go about things out here. I have to say one of the things uh, I really admire about uh, the Japanese players especially, but also the other Asian players um, when they come over to the United States to play, I think it, it's a brave move. You know, they have a Japan tour at home. They could stay home and play all year in their kind of comfort zone. But guys like Shigeki Mariyama... Uh, and Ryo Ishikawa and Hideki, and I'm leaving a couple out, but that pack up and leave and come over. They're not speaking. It's got to be tough to come over and, right. and uh, mix it out here. And I really admire, you know, the, the courage those guys have shown. And obviously Hideki's talent has shown up as well. And he's probably gone through some tough trots where he's a long way from home. He's a young guy out here on his own with not many mates and... Uh, you know, his, his passion and drive to succeed has outweighed all that. So I, I do really admire what he's done. Yeah, I think, you know, traveling abroad for, for work for anybody is, is, is daunting. You do it all the time. I've done it as well. I think Eric has as well. But I think, you know, doing it, you know, in a professional setting is one thing. Doing it in a professional setting with a crowd around you of people yelling at you all the time and chanting and screaming and everything in a language that, that is not native has to be a whole other level of, of, of stress uh, that, that I, I definitely have a lot of respect for, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about how bigger stars uh, the Japanese sports stars are in their homeland. Well, Hideki has 20 to 40 Japanese media follow him every week over here uh, so if he plays well and has to do the usual media that you see you know with the networks or the golf channel and a few other bits and pieces here and there then he goes off to his own section of the media and he entertains 20 to 40 Japanese media every day every round uh, you know it's it's a lot to deal with I've seen him sit he gets sat on a chair in front of him they all huddle around and bombard him with questions so you know he doesn't he doesn't escape anything uh by playing in the united states it's it's a strong following and i i think that's got a there's a lot of pressure on him that's for sure and uh be interesting to hear from him about that hideki it's a great pleasure to meet you congratulations on on the win i think it would be great to start with the obvious one um how has your life changed over the past uh, few months since since augusta no, it's been, it's been a great change, I guess. I guess the best part is like at the PGA Championship. I mean, all the players come up and congratulate you. And, and you know, I've won before, but no one, not, in, not at that level of, of congratulations from everybody. Um, and then to go back to Japan and, and see my name in the news and on TV. And it's, it's been, uh, it's really been interesting. 
So you're still feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. It is a big deal. And, uh, uh, you know, I can feel how it was. It's so cool that you got to go straight back to Japan and uh, share the win with everyone back there. How, how was the feeling at home? Yeah, it was great going back to Japan. Uh, unfortunately, the first two weeks I had to be in quarantine at a hotel room. But I watched a lot of news and, and uh, was on the phone a lot, a lot of text messages. Uh, the next week I was able to spend with my family. Um, and it was just a wonderful time to share that with them. So the, the first night out of quarantine,、uh, where did you go and what did you do? Yeah, when I got out of quarantine,、uh, took my family down to,、uh, I was able to spend time with my,、uh, my father and mother, showed them the green jacket.、Um, it was a real proud moment.、Um, so I guess that's the first thing I, I, I did. That's wonderful. It's such, it's such a good time,、uh, I think, I think for you. And,、uh, Coming back and playing at the PGA is, is the, just the good feeling continuing. I actually, I've been with、uh, 27, 18 to go. You were really riding contention for the PGA. So the game's good, but is it feeling good to be on the golf course as a Masters champion? Yeah, it still seems surreal that, that I'm a Masters champion, but when everybody comes up and says, hey, Masters champion, Masters champion. And I think, wow, I guess I really am the Masters champion. <laughs> How often are you actually wearing the jacket? I see you have it with you, but do, do you throw it on often? Yeah, I've only worn it twice actually only worn it twice since winning the Masters. It's nice that he has it with him, though. Yes, you know, it's perfect. I, I would have been disappointed if he left at home today. <laughs> I, I coaxed him into bringing it down, but <laughs> I, I'm very happy that you have it with you. <laughs> so maybe could we talk、uh, a little bit about、uh, your journey to winning the, the, the Masters? So you were the, the low amateur at Augusta in 2011.、Uh, so 10 years exactly before winning the, the, the Masters. And so really, you know, it's, it's kind of an amazing legacy to go from low amateur 10 years ago as a very young man to,、uh, to winning it 10 years later. Yeah, 10 years ago when I was low amateur,、um, as you recall, there was an earthquake and tsunami in Japan. And I wasn't sure if I was even going to be able to, to, to go to the Masters, even though I was qualified. But everyone encouraged me to do that and, and,、uh, and to be able to come back as low amateur and then 10 years later as Masters champion.、Um, it's like a dream come true. And in, in 2011, when, when the tsunami hit,、um, which was you know, really a, a catastrophic event, that actually occurred in, in Sendai, where, where you were in university. I mean, how, how emotional was that、uh, for, for you to go out and become the, even the low amateur 10, 10 years ago? Yeah, I was, in fact, on, on March 11th, when the tsunami hit, I was in Australia on the Gold Coast、uh, with my、um, college golf team. Um, and after the、uh, practice, we turned the TV on, and it was just、uh, total devastation and, and really a shock because I, I recognized the area where that tsunami had hit. And,、uh, and again, to you know, come back to Japan and, and see the devastation, but then everyone encouraged me to you know, 
you, you got to go to the masters, and to to be able to be low amateur was um, was really a for me being able to give something back uh, to my friends and family and and the good people of Japan uh, really meant a lot. Well, I think you've given them something really big now, uh, Hideki. Not just low <laughs> amateur, but masters champion. You must have got a sense of this scale of uh, the importance of what that meant to the people in Japan. And Adam, you probably don't remember, but the next year on the third round we played together and I beat you by a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't remember. <laughs> He's good. He's very good. But, uh, you know, Hideki, Hideki is uh, incredibly popular obviously already in Japan we've played uh, Japan Open together over there last year the or two years ago now the PGA Tour had the Zozo Championship there and being in Hideki's group at that tournament was uh, <laughs> the the biggest the biggest crowd incredibly popular so this is a hugely popular win in Japan I'm sure and a big boost for uh, the game of golf over there yeah, as long you know, the Japan Open and Zozo we played together, I can't wait to the next time uh, we can play together in Japan. Um, as two former Masters champions, <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a happy day, and for the people of Japan, too. Yeah, I'm sure, because now I'm seeing the trend. He beat me at that Japan Open. <laughs> he beat me that round at the Masters. Actually, I was telling the guys, we played in 2014 at the memorial tournament on Sunday, which you won, we were playing together also. So I don't know if I want to play with Hideki too much anymore. <laughs> I think you might have to for you. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. He's tough on, tough on me. But uh, we've played a lot of golf together over the years, and it's, it's been fantastic to see, uh, see your evolution. This guy is one of the hardest working guys on the PGA Tour. If you think of hardworking guys in the past, Vijay Singh always had that mantle. I think... I think Bryson gets publicized a lot as working very hard, and he does. But this this guy is uh, like the silent assassin out there on the range. He's he's nonstop work. He uh, and deserves everything he gets out of it. So it's it's fabulous to see when when a hard worker comes through like this. No, really. I mean, you know, when I first joined the tour, um, you know. And I still do, but I, you know, looked up to Adam and saw what they were doing and how good they were. And I needed, to, I, I, I knew then I needed to work even harder than anyone else to be able to get to that next level that uh, Adam and everyone else was on. So, did the work ethic build throughout your career, or was it? Do you think it's gotten more and more as as you kept seeing there was good players everywhere you went? You kept working harder. Yeah, I, I practiced as much as I, I could as a junior, but you know, school got in the way and, and I had other things that I had to do. Um, but once I graduated from college and had more of my own time, not free time, but my own time, then I devoted it all to golf. Um, and then again, coming to the Masters um, in 2011, 2012, that was a big step for me to, to be able to Again, to, to be able to play with Adam, see how good he is, and, and uh, uh, I was able to uh, uh, really set my goals high uh, and work as hard as I could to achieve them. 
And Hideki, you just received the uh, the Prime Minister's Award. Uh, you were the only the thirty fourth person ever to receive uh, th- this award. What what is it? Congratulations! And and what is it about um, golf that you think uh, resonates so well in in Japan? Why do the Japanese love golf so much? Yeah, golf is big in Japan, and and we we all all of us who play now owe a, a deep uh, a lot of gratitude to um, Aoki uh, Nakajima. Uh, Jumbo Ozaki, uh, Shigeki Maruyama. I mean, those were the guys that really um, brought uh, J- Japan's um, golf popularity to a, a, the next level. And now we see in Japan the um, the women's tour is really popular. Um, and so, golf is really you know part of Japan's sports scene, part of the society now, and it's great to see. I've been to Japan several times. I think you've been, Ben, and uh, have great respect for a lot of their culture. And it it seems Japanese people uh, through the history have embraced things that require immense discipline. You know, whether it's uh, calligraphy, whether it's the way they cut the bonsai tree, whether it's samurai sword making, the master sushi chef takes... 29 years to become a master at it, things that are very difficult. And I think golf's difficult too. Do you think there's anything to that as well with the Japanese people? For me, golf was, you know, I loved it since I was a young boy and it's just one of my passions. But uh, golf is a, is a great game because even if you play well, someone might play better that week. And so it's all about giving yourself as many chances to win as you can. Sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. I think an iconic moment, uh, if, if I may say, came from your, your caddy, uh, Shota Hayafuji, when he took his hat off and, and bowed to Augusta after you won the tournament. I mean, this is potentially the sports photo of the year, maybe of the decade. I mean, this has really become an iconic photograph already. Unfortunately, I didn't see it in person, um, and I didn't. But when I got back to the house after the Masters and and turned the TV on and saw that, and I thought, "Ooh, wow, what were you doing, Shota?" And then, <laughs> and, then uh, and uh, but then the more I thought about it, I mean, that's that's Shota's personality. That's the culture of Japan, and uh, the more I think about it now, it really makes me happy. Yeah, it's a nice, it is, it's a respectful culture and uh, he was showing respect. But boy, we hate it as players when the caddies kind of show us up. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the uh, Olympics coming to Japan and you've brought the green jacket to Japan. Uh, how, I mean, just how incredible is it that the timing worked out so well to be the, the winner of the Masters this year um, and to represent the, the country so well? I'm grateful to be able to be uh, to qualify for the team to uh, represent J- Japan. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Olympics. Uh, support it fully. Um, in Japan right now, it's with COVID. It's just it's not a good situation. A lot of people are, are worried, and and I understand that. Um, but. Uh, 
again, I'm grateful that I was able to win the green jacket and uh, take that back to Japan. And hopefully that momentum will, will carry over to the Olympics. I feel like a gold medal would uh, go quite well with that jacket. <laughs> no, so. no pressure. Good luck. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, the, the trip back to Japan, uh, as you may have seen, uh, there was a photograph that, that was circulated around the Instagram and the internet uh, of you with the green jacket and a Supreme backpack. Uh, which actually made a lot of people very interested and, and kind of curious about this. Are, are you a fan of uh, Supreme and kind of the, the streetwear world? No, I'm not, it's not that I'm not a big fan of Supreme, but I, that's probably the only thing of Supreme that I have. Someone <laughs> gave it to me, and it was perfect to put all my stuff in. And so it just worked out fine. The, you know, the, I didn't want to put the green jacket in there, but... Uh, not a supreme collector, but but Scotty Cameron himself said that he thinks you have maybe the best collection of putters uh, of a, a tour player. No, I'm I'm very grateful for Scotty. He's made me many putters over the years, and um, I'm not a very good putter, so I, I need all the help <laughs> I I can get, and that's probably why I have so many. <laughs> well, he does. I mean. He gets all the good stuff, right? So every week on tour, I go to Hideki's bag <laughs> to just have a look at all the good stuff that the custom kind of stuff that the collectors <laughs> would love. And Hideki's always got a couple really fresh, new, uh, special putters. But generally, you putt with like, you have three or four go to putters. What? You're right. Adam, I, I have about three or four that I, there are the go-to. The you know the first one is my what, what I call my ace putter. I've used it for ten years. Um, then I have the putter that I won the Masters with. Uh, another one that I've uh, uh, played well or putted well with, and then a spare this week. So I've got four with me this week. Four this week. I'll have to check them out one day. You know, okay, because. When I go over there and then when I see something really cool or unique or something like this, I have to kind of make the call <laughs> to Scotty Cameron's place. Like, you know that one you gave Hideki that has like grooves in the face? And <laughs> people, the collectors will be like, well, does Scotty Cameron with grooves in the face? <laughs> but Hideki's got all the stuff. So, uh, you know, that's where you want to go to see some really unique uh, pieces from Cameron. If I could ask, what is your, your ace putter? Is it a, a Newport too? Newport Timeless. 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 I've got probably seven or eight copies of that one as spares. Mm. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> it's epic. Yeah. No, they're, they're nice. Those Timeless, they're really beautiful, beautiful putter. Why, why, why do you have... Uh, seven wood in your bag now, Adam. Because Hideki, I'm 40 years old. That's why. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm going to be using a five wood now just to, to prepare for that day. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, that's what that's what happens. Uh, it happens. I get older, but uh, you know the seven wood kind of replaced the three iron, and now I have like a game improver four iron. So. It just all seems a bit easier for me. And uh, Hideki, what was the most memorable uh, round of golf you, you've ever played, even from childhood through 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 now? 
もうパッと思いつくのは、まあ、マスターズの試合でした。もう本当に。Pumping afterwards. 帰りの飛行機全然寝る。Yeah, I mean, usually I sleep on planes, but I was just wide awake <laughs> all the way to Japan. Does that make、um, all of the other rounds that you've been playing since, you know, at the PGA, does it make it any easier? I look forward to, you know, playing more、um, using that、um, Masters win as, as motivation, but now I played twice, two tournaments. And、um, I've missed some shots. And before, when, before the Masters, when I'd miss shots, I'd, I'd get nervous or, or angry or what am I going to do? And, but now, when I miss a shot, I think it's okay. I'm Masters champion. I can, <laughs> I can handle this. And, and、uh, hopefully, that,、uh, that feeling, that just being comfortable on the golf course, will, will continue. I don't know how much longer it will, but uh, uh, hopefully it will be a, a lasting thing. A、uh, question I asked Adam in our, in our first episode when we were talking about his, his victory in, in 2013 was if、uh, winning the Masters meant more to him as a golfer or as an Australian.、Uh, and I'm curious if the win for you meant, meant more to you as, as a lover of golf or, or as、uh, somebody from Japan. まあ、僕はその。To answer, answer your question,、um, I just wanted to mention about when Adam, I watched Adam win the 2013、uh, Masters on TV.、Um, and being the first Australian to do it. And I think during the round, you know, come on, Ozzy, you know. And he knew the history of Australians. Playing in the Masters and coming close. And I, I've as I was watching it, I could feel the pride that the Australian people must have felt as one of their own won the Masters. And it was really inspiring for me.、Um, that's probably one of my greatest memories、um, of the Masters is that 2013 Masters. That was the one year I, I didn't play in, in the Masters. <laughs> That's why I had a chance.、Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it was a great ending, and, and really, it was one that I really watched closely, and、uh, it really meant a lot. So, Hideki, you've won the Masters now, and you've had a little bit of time. Is it、uh, your mind is switched back into moving ahead? Uh, or is there a bit of enjoying the Masters with the bad shots here and there? And, or have you reset your goals and you're focused and Hideki's going to beat everyone for the rest of the year? <laughs> What's the plan? Yeah, going back to Japan, you know, those, those three weeks there, I mean, I, did, 
I didn't think anything about any new goals or, or golf or anything. It was just one of those happy uh, three weeks of, in my in my life. Um, but coming back now, you know, I, I had to prepare for for the uh, PGA Championship and now the U.S. Open, and more importantly, is this week. And so, this is where I am, and this is what I need to do. And the Masters was great, but that happened, you know, a month or so ago, and now it's time to uh, to go on to better things. It's pretty amazing how quickly uh, I think we, the competitors, move on from like this massive high. And Hideki's already played a couple of events, but now he's focused here at the Memorial Tournament and the, the focus shifts so quickly when it'd be kind of nice to kick back and bask in the glory for like the rest of your life. But it, it's, it must be the competitive thing inside. Yeah, no, I had, I, you know, I had a good PGA championship and, and was happy. And now I'm, I'm looking forward now to playing in the Memorial and, and hopefully being able to play with you, Adam, for many years to come. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, I hope so for many years to come. I know why you want to play with me. He beats me every time, but <laughs> it's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my head down and show Hideki I still got it. <laughs> Hideki, it's been a real pleasure and an honor to have you on as the current Masters champion and we've enjoyed your insight into uh, what happened at the Masters and what's happened to you in your life in, in Japan and back here in the US since winning the Masters and wish you the best of luck this week and moving forward the rest of the year. I look forward to playing some golf with you, my mate. And that concludes another episode of Fair Game, the podcast with champion golfer Adam Scott. Be sure to hit subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and follow along on YouTube and Instagram at Fair Game Golf. We'll be back next week with another episode featuring another young voice looking to change the game of golf for the better.